all right so uh, i have uh, mostly commerce uh, students on this youtube channel but today i have the privilege of hosting vinay solanki so vinay has been my batchmate from iim ahmedabad so we have done that uh, pgpx the one year full time mba for the period 2014 15 so welcome to the show with vinay thank you so much anurag uh, excited yeah, and, to be here uh, so he is from a complete tech background so he is someone uh, who started his uh, academics in bombay went to the us and then came back to india through the pgpx so was working in a corporates like airtel and lenovo and is now an entrepreneur so uh, vinay uh, before we plunge into uh, pgpx and uh, internet of things please tell us about your formative years uh, which city did you grow up your family school college the impact uh, of your family members in terms of your value system etc okay so i i was born in gwalior but i was brought up in mumbai bombay it was called back then uh, so i did my schooling in bombay uh, from a, from a convent school uh, and after that i went to pursue engineering in uh, computer engineering uh, bachelor's program uh, which was also in mumbai university um, i come from a family of entrepreneurs actually so my father had been an entrepreneur for almost all his life he used to work for uh, baba atomic research he was a scientist there but then he took a plunge and uh, started his own business so that's why i have learned certain traits of running business and dealing with people from him um uh, after doing my computer engineering i worked briefly as a lecturer in uh, bombay uh, university uh, where i was teaching artificial intelligence uh, which was like few years back uh, and then i uh, worked for tcs for a very short while and then decided to go uh, to us like many of us uh, in bombay were planning to do so so i went to do my masters in computer science from state university of new york in binghamton uh, post which i joined goldman sachs uh, so i was working out of their new york office their headquarters uh, i worked there for approximately 8 years uh, when i was uh, working as a vice president in technology division uh, in the algo trading side uh, and then suddenly uh, some some sometime in 2012 13 uh, i realized that i am the only son uh, in the family and my parents are getting old because i was the youngest out of all my four siblings um uh, three siblings and myself and i decided to move back to india to be closer to them uh, in the uh, when they need me more emotionally so that was one of the main reason uh, and then as you said i came back and joined pgpx at i am ahmedabad um and that's the time i chose my career to be in digital transformation technology and i decided if i build my career in the next 10 to 20 years of my of my life it will be in iot and ai field and that's why i pursued it uh, deeply and then went on to work with airtel uh, leading their iot business in india um then moved uh, to work with a startup in san jose for a short while uh, and then lenovo for approximately a year and a half leading their uh, iot business for asia pacific before i decided to take a plunge and uh, run my own uh, company which i am running right now called stingify private limited in terms of the specific questions so uh... so you are well settled in the us and uh, the desire to be closer to family suddenly uh, gripped you and you came back to india so was that an easy decision you know because the quality of life in the us is significantly better the out opportunities and the outcomes are significantly better so then coming back to india was that an easy decision no not at all it was very tough and i had to ponder on it for almost 4 years i would say we started thinking in 2011 when uh, so 2010 i got married and when uh, we started settling there in us we took a call that if you have to go back you have to go early um 
if we stay here and have a kid and he starts he or she starts growing up it will be difficult even more uh, and then uh, while interacting with my parents uh, and i realized that they won't be able to relocate with me there uh, because of their network and other thing and which i didn't want to disturb so it was a very tough call as you said quality of life uh, income uh, savings um, and also the opportunities in terms of what kind of profile you can get were much better but i also realized one thing anurag um, while i was looking at what was happening in india with uh, uh, as an emerging economy uh, i also saw a lot of reverse brain drain happening where a lot of my colleagues uh, not just from goldman sachs but from my ms program and from my friends in the other net, other companies were pondering to go back uh, were trying to settle back either come back as an entrepreneur or maybe join their own corporate company and settle back here in the life and actually many of them are here now with me in various cities in india and doing very well so you are prepared so to take that salary cut i was prepared to take the salary cut uh, i was prepared to also take a profile cut if needed uh, there were two reason for it because i wanted to uh, move uh, out from a technology profile uh, to a more business or techno commercial profile which is what i'm doing now uh, which is a good mix of both uh, business fundamentals and technology expertise that i can apply uh, to my domain um, so i was ready to do that number one i could have pursued an ms in us as well but then i thought that if i do that and my son was born by then um i i thought that if i stay back here i don't think the inertia and the the force of uh, pursuing an mba and getting a very lucrative job will let me ever go back to india in the future so that was the, one of the reason and then i found pgpx to be also equally valued and good program uh, to come back to india so april 2014 you land up in iim ahmedabad so tell us the one year the most fondest of memories that you captured here yeah yeah okay so i was fortunate to work uh, study with you one of the youngest in our batch uh, i was also fortunate to work with 83 84 people actually um, i think this was a very very exciting journey the one year was very tough um, very uh, time consuming on on and on your personal time and your professional time as well uh, you the, the the batches and the terms they go very fast paced but i think what i realized that they give you a very all round exposure to business fundamentals and running a business or being part of a business leadership profile uh, pgpx gives you the right exposure um, of course there is a good uh, certification between uh, the basic courses that all have to go through and then electives which are well designed for people who wants to go deeper into certain area uh, particularly for me i took certain electives in uh, digital technology domain by certain professors along with one of whom i also published a paper on iot Uh, where i wanted to go deeper and understand how to uh, how will digital transformation impact the businesses around it and um, i frankly speaking now i see already the whole world is gripped with uh, uh, transforming themselves both digitally and professionally uh, all businesses whether big or small yeah and uh, no time better than the covid shutdown to help us understand that had it not been for digital Uh, we would have been left high and dry locked in our homes at least digital keeps us going so the sheer fact that we yeah. are now commuting and communicating to each other recording this call for the like larger audience makes us believe that yes digital so uh, prior to uh, so you stumbled upon internet of things so was it the serendipity or was it like i am in the war that paper that you did and most importantly what is internet of things for the layman see because honestly speaking we hear a lot of things like machine learning and internet of things and artificial intelligence uh, but you know it's just like high in the air but you really do not know that how does it impact the ordinary man so internet of things specifically i would love to hear from sure, you sure 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 
Okay, so to answer your first question, I, I stumbled upon IoT back in US as well uh, because a couple of my friends decided to uh, launch a startup uh, actually in smart home automation domain. Okay, something like Google Nest or something like a connected doorbell uh, or a smart thermostat, uh, thermostat or a Philips Hue bulb. Uh, so I got very keen about um, what is really going to happen in the world in the next 20 years or two decades, I would call it. And I, I was able to and fortunate to see that uh, technologies like IoT and AI, along with other technologies like augmented reality or blockchain will definitely pick up. The world cannot survive without adopting this and remain competitive, both businesses and governments. Uh, even smart cities was actually picking up in US uh, and we would have heard about the same from our Prime Minister Modi when he launched the uh, mission of 100 smart cities. So that's how IoT came into my head. Now, what is IoT for a layman? Uh, I'm very fortunate and also very excited to share this because I keep writing blogs and I'm writing a book on the same topic on IoT. Uh, see, from a layman term, if you want to explain it to your grandma, uh, you can actually correlate analogously with the child. Okay, when a child starts growing up and an infant wants to communicate to the world around it, the only way that they can do it is by crying, right? And as parents, what we do is by, uh, when, they, when we see them crying, we take some trial and error methods. We start feeding them, probably then we take, check the temperature. Third step could be take them to a doctor if the crying doesn't stop, right? So the challenge we see is that the child is not able to tell you what's going wrong with the child, right? So think about the same way for a machine. Because a child who now starts growing up and capturing information through their eyes, ears, and nose, which acts like a sensor, right? And your, and your skin as well, they start becoming intelligent over a period of time and communicating back to you. Uh, and when they grow, they are able to interact and share more information. The same applies to uh, any machine or any device around us. If I put a sensor in a machine, where a machine can communicate back to me, okay? And then tell me what is going wrong or uh, derive some value out of it. Uh, think about a temperature sensor in your home that can tell you the temperature in a room, which can help you to adjust the air conditioned temperature to keep it ambient, okay? Very simple B2C example. Or think of a B2B use case where a connected car uh, is launched by Maruti, for example, in India as well, and Volkswagen in Europe. They want the customer to use the experience of driving a car, which can talk back to them. Uh, by telling them that, hey, my engine is going to go bad or my oil is running low or the tire pressure is not good. You may want to take a look at it or go to a repair shop, right? So if you look at both of these examples, B2C or B2B or even B2G, like what uh, we are doing with smart cities in India, IoT as a layman is very simple. It's the power of enabling any device around you to talk back to you through sensors, which then is processed by uh, like an AI engine to derive value for you. Okay, so that's that's for it. If, if that right. makes sense to you, Anurag. Yeah, yeah, yeah it makes a lot of sense. And you know, there are some. So you talked about uh, taking care of your ailing parents. So I uh, I had read somewhere that IoT would be connected to. There would be sensors on your parents' body. And let's say you are in yeah. a different city. The moment their blood pressure dips or sugar shoots or any anomaly happens, heart rate, EP, it sends you a signal that yes, there is some issue automatically you get a signal and then you can initiate some corrective action. So all of these things are like the transformative power of uh, IoT and maybe like solar cells yeah. uh, when uh, they can turn yeah. off because the electricity grid no longer has that demand. So they can turn right. off. Everything becomes automatic, right? So will right. this impact exactly. employment as well? Uh, so there'll be less number of mechanical jobs? See, uh, I think that's a good question. And I think the whole industry is thinking about how much, how many job losses would result in because of automation around you, right? It's not just IoT, the automation of various industries 
happened because of uh, amalgamation of multiple technologies together like robotics uh, and, and humanoids or other things which can do the work that a human should typically do. Uh, I think uh, over a shorter period of time, there will be some impact for sure uh, because certain uh, processes uh, might become more automated. Uh, you must have heard of a technology called as RPA, Robotic Process Automation, uh, which basically uh, automates routine mundane tasks, right? Uh, things which are repetitive in nature. And that has already resulted in certain jobs being impacted. But over a longer period of time, two key things. One is if the upskilling and reskilling of the same labor uh, workforce can be done in the right way to employ them into the newer areas, uh, I think that will help drastically in the longer term. And second, what I feel is that because of more efficiency and enhancements in the uh, operations of factories and other businesses, they will generate more revenue, save more cost, and maybe employ more people in other roles and, and businesses. I think the bottom line can increase uh, because of more efficient way of working or adopting a solution, like as I explained with the connected car or you mentioned solar power, uh, powered uh, panels, uh, which are connected to the network. Um, ultimately, there will be a win-win for everyone. So I would rather uh, imagine that there's a lot of opportunity in startups which want to even look at skilling people <coughs> with the right yeah. uh, skill set so that you know they don't get outdated and they are up and running with artificial intelligence, machine learning, internet of things. And can that happen yeah. even to a commerce uh, background kind of a person? Do you always need a techie here in RPA, in neural networks? Or you also need people as business analysts who can think from the commercial side here? Yeah? Yeah, so that's a good question. So first of all, yes, there will be a role uh, to be played by various institutes around us, uh, including both public and private to reskill, upskill and provide those kind of a platform for people to learn and grow. Uh, I run a community called IoT NCR, which is world's third largest community with 8000 plus member now. And I've seen in my workshops, uh, when we do workshops on AI, IoT, blockchain, uh, augmented reality, people come with background of uh, non-tech as well. Uh, people from uh, CA background, people from pure commerce or other vocational fields like design thinkers, uh, civil engineers who are not a programmer, uh, but they still have an uh, application of IoT in what they design, the infrastructure that they might be working on. So think of any area, typically for commerce background, let's say uh, taking an example of you. Um, now, if you want to understand how can IoT impact me or my businesses, so I will give a simple case study uh, for a financial lender who wants to lend uh, to uh, a manufacturing unit. Okay, today they only have certain set of parameters to calculate their credit risk, right? Uh, like their uh, history, their financial statement, their social footprint, and their other business uh, documents. But what I have also seen that now these people who are purely commerce finance background people, they want to understand IoT and see if I can deploy certain asset monitoring solution inside my lending company or my, my, my customer, and that can give me more real-time data about their productivity, I can do better risk calculation for them. I can do much real-time uh, estimation whether they will be able to repay the, or make the EMI payment for the next month. Because that will give me their month-to-month -month inventory, month-to-month -month movement of days of inventory and other things. And that can be possible by uh, the, such digital solutions. So I think uh, there is a good convergence Anurag, happening in the world where technologies are impacting almost every vertical and it is becoming more and more a need where people should know about the applications, even if you are not able to program it. Fantastic. I mean, uh, so because today a lender would have only access to a stock statement or a profit and loss account, which is furnished at the end of the period. But on a real time right. basis, if IoT can help me track my borrower, oh, this is fantastic.
Yeah, and it's already happening in Australia. I've interacted with a few customers in the past. Uh, lenders, the big banks there, uh, they are working with on a pilot uh, with certain customers uh, to do this uh, and enable this. Yeah. Fantastic. Tell us about your startup, uh, Vinay. So what exactly are you into now? That since in uh, January, you decided to quit uh, lucrative jobs. Uh, so first you were in Airtel, mm -hmm. then in Lenovo, and uh, then taking the entrepreneurial plunge maybe was the second big transition in your career. One, returning to India to be closer to family, and now the second transition in terms of the plunge into entrepreneurship. So was that an yeah. easy task? Uh, did you have a clear proof of concept, uh, your idea had a clear market value proposition. How did you do that hypothesis testing? And how's the initial okay. uh, three months? Maybe, you know, you, the Corona just got in between uh, your dreams to scale. Yeah. Up. Yeah. Yeah. So good question. So first of all, you would have realized I'm a risk taker. I have taken big risk uh, uh, in the past as well. And I like love to take risk. Uh, and being an entrepreneur, one thing you have to know that whether you can really manage those risks well. Um, and unless you do, can't do that, you should not take that plunge. Um, so um, uh, my company is called as Thingify Private Limited. It's based out of Gurgaon. Uh, I have a co-founder from ISB Hyderabad. He's a data scientist uh, by profession and an alum of ISB. So he was uh, uh, running this company for almost a year now. Uh, it's not something started in January. Uh, we both actually created a patent together around two years back. The patent is pending uh, for a publication in India. And also we have filed in US and Australia as we speak. Uh, so we basically created a product uh, for retail industry and not just like the retail store industry, but any retail outlet, it can be a shopping mall, it can be a building, a commercial setup uh, for implementing energy management solutions um, and, and use cases around energy uh, aspects. So think about this. Um, many of the retailers, not just in India, but worldwide or any of the retail presence, they have one big challenge is how do I optimize the cost of energy usage? Uh, think of Big Bazaar. On a weekend, they have a good rush, but on a weekday afternoon, uh, it might be almost 80% empty, but they still keep their, most of their lights on, their air conditioning running, running at the same temperature. They need to consume the same diesel uh, in their uh, generators uh, and consume the same power. Uh, it's very hard for them to optimize the consumption of energy based on the requirement. It could be very simple like a heat map that can be done with an IoT solution and, and then some sensors that can capture the temperature reading and automatically instruct the controller to adjust the temperature. And we did that pilot and it worked very well for two retail players in India. We are right now uh, working with a government organization and on a first phase of deployment. Uh, it's a tender, so I cannot talk more about it, but it's one of the largest projects uh, implemented by the government of India for uh, food quality inspection uh, across the country. So that's what we are right now working on. And uh, just if as a layman, I would think like in Australia, you have the option to switch between electricity service providers also because the cost yes. keeps on dynamically changing. In India, Correct. we don't have that luxury now, but maybe yeah. a decade later, your solution can also help Big Bazaar optimize whether to buy from uh, Tata Power or CSC or uh, BSES yeah. Reliance based on the dynamic pricing and that can be really amazing in terms of what it can That can be amazing and actually Anurag, there is also green building uh, certification becoming more mandatory in India. So yeah. I don't know when that uh, feature will become use mandatory like where you can switch the power suppliers. But uh, what is happening definitely on the ground is that every large company want to be green certified and uh, government is going to monitor your energy consumption on a more granular level if possible because they want you to be more energy efficient rather than energy hungry. Uh, and my solution will definitely help them to both report the data better and also to tell them that the steps are taken to manage the energy uh, at a much more efficient level. Yeah. 
Super. So when I coming towards the end of this uh, conversation that we had, so since yeah. our show is about career journeys, career transformations, if you look back, you know, and uh, retrace your journey, what would be that one thing that you would want to do differently in your entire, uh, you know, maybe ten years? Yeah, or you know, what would have done? Maybe come to India earlier, come to India later, plunge into entrepreneurship earlier. What could you have okay. done? Earlier? Uh, I think one thing I would should have done earlier is plunge into entrepreneurship a little bit earlier than what I did. Uh, but of course, we all have our baggage of financial burden that comes along with uh, going for such a program and also other things that we have to take care of. Uh, so that I would definitely uh, should have done a little earlier. But uh, I think one more thing that I realized that could have gone better uh, or actually could have been done differently is uh, by choosing uh, the right... Uh, 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 path uh, uh, towards entrepreneurship. I think uh, uh, I spent too much time in corporate career, but at the hindsight, what I feel that that career also gave me a lot of good exposure in terms of managing the business holistically. Um, so one thing I de definitely did on purpose is took different roles in different companies. I did not just stay as a salesperson. In Lenovo, I was a business development and sales, but before that I was a market strategist. And in Airtel, I was building the platform for college connectivity management platform for IoT. So I, I try to ensure that I get an exposure holistically along with my personal efforts like IoT and CR and, uh, and other things that I keep doing on. Yeah. Oh, that's a very good learning that one should not get stuck to a similar profile, but rather experiment with a lot of things. Then you really realize what is your mojo and then you can just plunge it. Yeah. Yeah, I would just say a word of advice, build a T-career, T-shaped career in today's uh, world, I think. Uh, what I mean by that is uh, T should have depth in certain areas. So like, for example, me, I'm very deep in solution designing and creating a solution architecture for any use case in IoT, uh, but also have a wider T, the bar of the T, where you understand the other aspects uh, to a certain level as well. So uh, T-shaped career always helps to you to stay competitive and relevant in your career because market is becoming very competitive, trust me, especially in India. With so many engineers coming out every day, you need to build yourself uh, and position it as a differentiator. Um, so not just focus on technology, but also on personal branding, like how Anurag does it uh, very well. And I try to keep doing myself, writing blogs, articles, connecting with people, networking. Uh, it's going to be very useful uh, for everyone, especially coming from an engineering or a technology background as a junior professional should strive for that. So that uh, T-shaped uh, career is something which I really is a very good and a novel way of expressing that you could have depth in some segment, but be widespread yeah. and this applies even to relationships. So have some people with whom you are deeply connected and on the periphery, yeah. but get connected to a larger world. Let's say you are now connected with 8,000 people as part of that IoT network. My final question, yeah. uh, since you've already covered the advice part, what do you do for fun and fitness? I remember in our campus, you used to do a lot of yoga and you don't look like a 39-year-old 30, uh, kind of a thing. So what keeps you going? Okay. Uh, so, uh, uh, yeah, I uh, see today, because of COVID, I cannot walk, uh, but I normally used to go for morning and evening walk. Uh, but I am doing meditation and Surya Namaskar in my balcony uh, in uh, current situation. But uh, the two things that I'm passionate is cooking and dancing. So I, uh, whenever I get time, time, I just play music and dance on it to relax my body. Uh, and I also started a home chef uh, process now where I cook certain things which I love and um, I also deliver it to the audience in my society because people cannot order from outside now. So Matto and Sudhi is not available. So I try to cook and help them as much as I can. Fantastic. I mean, it's very interesting 
25 30 minutes of the conversation that we had with him and i'm sure people some at least to whom uh, who are really excited by the larger world of internet of things and machine learning would want to stay connected with you so i'm leaving a your linkedin profile uh, in the description and the pinned comment so that uh, people can probably reach out to you and uh, audience if you like this video please share it with the near and dear ones uh, so that it reaches out to a lot of technology enthusiasts who want to change the world uh, the way it functions you know because every one of us uh, live a run of the mill kind of a life and here are these people who want to just uh, who think uh, two decades forward and uh, try to change the world so thank you so much Vinay, for being on the show thanks thank you anurag appreciate your time thanks thank you have a good day yeah. bye bye